How's it going, everybody? Welcome back to 19-Year-Old Shrink. This is Will John Grande. Today's episode is about finding your ikigai. Ikigai is a Japanese concept meaning a reason for being. This reason for being allows a person to feel a sense of fulfillment because they're chasing what they're passionate about. And a lot of the information I'm about to provide to you isn't coming from me, but from an article I found on SavvyTokyo.com, which I thought was really interesting. And one theory that the article stated was that scientists and sociologists believe that ikigai contributed to a person living longer. So in order to get more information about this, in 2017, a Japanese TV program collaborated with scientists to research this theory in Kyoto, which is known for having a large number of residents over the age of 100. This study wanted to find the patterns that existed between these individuals and what was causing their prolonged age. So seven elderly individuals were followed throughout their day where other blood tests and health checkups were taken as well. And throughout this program, the scientists realized that they found all of these individuals had some sort of hobby that they were really interested in, an ikigai. One of the women, as the article states, spent much of her time carving Japanese masks. Another person spent much of their time painting, as well as another individual who went fishing. And after coming to these conclusions, these scientists realized that having that one thing that they were passionate about helped increase your DHEA hormone, which is sometimes referred to as the longevity hormone. Now, you might be asking, okay, Ikigai is about purpose, but is there more to it? How do you discover it? And I've mentioned before that from my experience, questions dictate your life. And here are some of the questions that I've learned that you need to ask yourself in order to find your Ikigai, which is outlined on so many different websites. So those questions are, what do I love? What am I good at? What can I get paid or rewarded for? And what does the world need? And when asking yourself those questions, right in the middle of these answers is your Ikigai. Finding your passion, finding your mission, finding that profession of yours, and also your vocation, all wrapped up into one. And I think when people are in tune with their Ikigai, it allows them to thrive. And sometimes what makes college age so difficult is that people are spending so much of their time wrestling with their identity they have so many different things being thrown their way that it can be overwhelming and discouraging at times. My friend Josh mentioned in the episode about mindfulness about the idea of importance versus urgency, where the urgent stuff is the deadlines that need to be hit, but in the long run aren't as beneficial as the things that you can put off, you know, journaling, meditating, those important things. And it's those urgent things that bring us further from our ikigai. Of course, it's natural to allow those urgent things to be a factor in your day-to-day -day life, but when they override all of the important things that exist, that's where we begin distracting ourselves from that ikigai. And maybe you're at the point in your life where you don't know what you love. You feel like you're pretty mediocre at everything, don't know how to make those mediocre things monetized, and have to pay off all the other expenses that you have in your life. And you also feel that what the world needs is already being treated by someone else. And the first thing on track to finding your ikigai that I would do is, and this is only my opinion, again, I'm not perfect, but make it a must to do something you enjoy every day. And maybe you don't know exactly what you love to do, but there has to be something you enjoy doing. And I remember this when struggling to find my own purpose, which was actually last year. People didn't know this side of me. I was insecure to share it. Didn't feel like I had a uniqueness that could be shared. But it all started with doing something I enjoy, going for a walk, 
left my phone at the house and just decided to enjoy the day in the neighborhood. And I kept walking and walking and walking. And then I realized how much I loved this because there was no crazy external stimulations that I had to deal with. We were always pressed to do so much work and have all these deadlines. But in this moment, I felt all this creativity coming up inside me that I never thought would come out. And all those times where I thought about self-development or mental health and helping others where I doubted the uniqueness of it, I was able to come to a realization. I was looking for a purpose and I couldn't find it. I'm just a college kid. There's tons of college kids out there. I'm interested in self-help, mental health. There are tons of books out there about it. So many topics to discuss that have already been discussed. These are two basic qualities that exist among people in our world. But when you combine these two qualities together, they become really unique. Now you have a typical college kid who starts talking about self-help and mental health concepts that you don't really see. And now all of a sudden, you're starting to foster creativity. And this all started with doing something you love each day. And that for me was going for a walk. So I love learning about these concepts. I have good communication skills. What does the world need? They need more college age people destigmatizing mental health because much of college is spent trying to put on a facade that everything is okay. And because there's this toxic masculinity that exists at this stage in life, having a pretty chill dude talking about this can send a unique message to many. And this is where the idea of my podcast was born. I took ordinary things, combined them together, and made something unique. It's not about the individual qualities that make you unique. It's about how you string certain ones together and learning how to do it in a way that hasn't been done much before. Now, how can I get paid for this? And this one was an interesting one for me as I'm still a college student, but I've realized that the more and more conversations that I have with people about my goals or interests, the more and more input and answers I get to these questions. The more you share it, the more you can gauge what areas need the help and where your ikigai can be best used. And this isn't to say that your ikigai will remain the same for your entire life. Your ikigai can evolve and expand throughout the years. I haven't had the pleasure of experiencing an entire life's worth of changing, but I can definitely notice in other people that their ikigai changes. As you see, some people might be really enthused by a project. They might be helping people do something they love and are good at and are getting paid what they deserve. And then one day they lose that passion or want to try something else. And they begin seeking for that new passion to help create that identity in their life. And on a smaller scale, this is just from my own opinion, but have you ever been really busy at school or work? And you were just like, I can't wait to have a week break from school and just relax. And after a couple of days, you're like, I'm bored. I'm ready to go back to doing my thing. Because you didn't feel like you had much of a purpose as you did when being busy, even though you might have been more tired because of it. You see that with people who choose to not retire or come back from retirement. They don't want to retire because they don't want to lose their ikigai or their purpose, or they've realized that they're lacking it and want to gain it back. But it's really important that you start small and accept that you don't need to have all those answers. The big things are actually hidden within those small little actions that you take. One of my passions came from me just deciding to go for a walk. So to wrap up, always ask yourself, what do you love? What are you good at? What does the world need? And what can you get paid for? And maybe you don't have those answers. Maybe your head is so clogged up and focused on those urgent things that you haven't been able to do that self-examination to figure it out. So then before answering those questions, ask yourself, 
What is one thing that you enjoy doing? And then the rest will follow. All of a sudden, your mind is starting to become more clear. You put together the puzzle of certain normal things you do, but piece those things together to make a unique ending product. And as you choose to do that, you're getting closer and closer to your ikigai. But again, this isn't overnight. I still haven't discovered mine completely whatsoever, and it can change. But here are some other smaller helpful tips for you when you're struggling with this idea. And I found this on an Instagram page, which was really helpful called Ikigai underscore inspiration. And here was some of the advice. First, start small, focus on the details. Second, release yourself, accept who you are. Third, harmony and sustainability, rely on other people. Fourth, appreciate the joy, the little things and sensory pleasure. And fifth, be in the here and now, find your pleasure. And a lot of this stuff that is brought up in this Instagram post is what I've already said to you and just re-emphasizing that. So if you guys take this into account, it can help you find more purpose in your life and feel like you're moving in a positive direction. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. If you want to reach out to me, my Instagram page is 19-year-old shrink podcast and my personal page is WJG23. But I hope you have a great rest of your day and take care.